crew, it's time. Let's ranch it up. Good day, everyone. Thanks for riding with us as we ranch it up. He's your host and producer, Jeff Tigger Earhart. Tigger. A big thanks to our partners, the American Cemetery Association, the IGS Feeder Profit Calculator, Downtown Threads, Oklahoma, Medora Boot and Western Wear, Ranch House Coffee, RFD TV, The Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. Probably not the voice you were expecting to hear right then. Probably making everybody happy because they don't got to listen. Right well, this is what happens when the voice to be heard is told to be a little quieter. You got your wish. I the did. The other day. T- just tell him what happened. A couple days ago, his voice started to go, and then he got informed he had to spend a day in silence. And it wasn't at least time out is what it was. Yes. You know how hard that was for me all that I couldn't talk. For 24. It didn't work. I talked anyway. Well, you can imagine how it was around the ranch regardless. You know, all the signs that we use anyway to tell somebody how to back up a trailer. We got better oh. at charades. We'll put it that way. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what kind of signals we were giving each other to back up the trailer. Y'all could just imagine on that. We're still here and laughing about but it. Thank you for coming in and stepping in for me because as you can hear, it is what it is when this is what you do for a living. You just kind of keep rolling and I'm thankful that you are here. And you can fill in for me. Happy I can do it. Today's Cow Country News is brought to us by Wrangler. Wrangler, the official shirt and jean endorsed by the Professional Rodeo Cowboys Association. Cow Country News. You know, the cow stuff. Heading to South Dakota in an update on talk of country of origin labeling. This from the South Dakota Stock Growers Association. A resolution to support trade negotiations to remove barriers to country of origin labeling has unanimously passed both chambers of the 96th South Dakota Legislature. This resolution updated a similar resolution from previous sessions to be more pertinent to the current and future U.S. administrations. South Dakota Stock Growers Association's Executive Director James Halverson says, Mandatory country of origin labeling has been, and will continue to be, one of our top priorities. He says, We will continue to lead the fight for this common sense legislation that stands to benefit producers and consumers alike. People have a right to know where their food comes from, and right now that is not happening. Senator Mike Rounds, who we have visited with before, said based on what we're seeing in the cattle market today, he supports mandatory country of origin labeling for beef. As policymakers, he says we should support American producers and join in urging the Biden administration to renegotiate trade deals that have put American beef and producers at a competitive disadvantage. This from the U.S. Cattlemen's Association. The Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration announced it was extending the hours of service waiver, which was set to expire February 28th through May 31st. This is the fourth extension of an exemption originally issued on March 12, 2020 due to the coronavirus pandemic. The order specifically exempts livestock haulers, a provision which has been much needed to ensure an uninterrupted food supply chain and proves that the livestock haulers can and do operate most efficiently when allowed to do what they do best. Hashtag keep on trucking. In other news, actually, we had a lot of people reach out after you did a story last week, Tigger, regarding mm-hmm. Bill Gates pushing for 100% synthetic beef. I'm going to let you go into this. Right. I'm going <clears> to <throat> try as much as I can. Thank you, everybody, for reaching out to us. 
at uh, ranchitupshow at gmail.com, getting a hold of me on Facebook. Yes, in regards to that story of Bill Gates and how he is purchasing enormous amounts of agricultural land, here's the deal, is I am encouraging all of us with as much power as I can muster today that are in the beef business, even those of you that are not in the beef business, to start telling our story of how nutritious and how safe and how healthy, how satisfying American beef is. Here's what I want you all to do. Use social media. Share the story with your friends, your family. Take pictures. Tag. Call me if you need help. Uh, Beck, you'll help there too. I like will help as today. much as I can. And here's some hashtags that y'all that we need to start using on these posts, please. Hashtag my sustainable beef story. How about that one? Here's another one. Here's one of my favorites. This one, very clever, that was presented to me. Hashtag beef it up. And this one, hashtag making beef great again. So get on social media, spread the good word, beef it up. And all of us together, let's make beef great again. And Tigger, let me wrap up the news for you. For the past seven years, Beef Magazine has assembled the annual seed stock top 100 list. They do this to determine the impact these operations are having today on the beef industry's genetic base. The 2021 class of top seed stock 100 operations sold 56,275 bulls in 2020. Jorgensen Land and Cattle from South Dakota has the top honor by marketing 4,128 Angus bulls in 2020. Rounding out the list in 100th place was Florida-based Adams Ranch by selling 211 Brayford and A-Beef bulls. From rodeos to cattle sales to conventions to seminars all across the land, follow him along the Tigger Tour 21, which is proudly sponsored by Medora Boot and Western Wear. As Tigger would say, crew, you can shop and order online at MedoraBoot.com and tell them Tigger sent you in a really low, gravelly voice. Ha, 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 ha. Funny, funny. Just read. Just do the Tigger Tour. Tigger Tour 21. Beef feedlot managers, owners, employees, and allied industries will learn new information related to feedlot management at Nebraska Extension's 2021 Beef Feedlot Roundtables webinar coming up next week. The 2021 webinar will be March 2nd, 3rd, and 4th from 3 to 5 p.m. Central Time. University and industry leading representatives will speak about animal handling practices, fed cattle marketing, research updates, the value of manure, using cover crops, and more. For more information, contact Nebraska Feedlot Extension Specialist Galen Erickson. We have the contact information for Galen, so get a hold of us and we will pass that along. Our Way em Up Sale Barn Report is brought to you by Downtown Threads, Oklahoma. Keep following us on social media at Ranch It Up Show for updates on the new swag line. You asked for it, and we're bringing it. Ranch It Up Gear, a sale barn report from Brush, Colorado, and their sale from Friday, February 19th. Trade activity was moderate to good. Feeder steers under 600 pounds traded mostly $7 to $11 higher, 6 to 6.5 weights $3 lower, and over 650 pounds $4 to $7 higher. Feeder heifers under 650 pounds traded mostly $5 to $8 lower, 6.5 to 750 weights $3 higher. Feeder steers, 430 to 475 weights, $1.83 to $1.97 and a half. 654 to 681 weights, $1.47 to $1.50. 774 to 781 weight feeder steers at Brush, Colorado last week sold for $1.32 and a half to $1.4010. 
For the feeder heifers, 528 weights, $1.50, 659 to 690 weights, $1.36 to $1.39. Slaughter cows, 41 to 74 and a half. Slaughter bulls, 90 and a half to $1.02. You better be careful there, Becker. You're just going to get hired, I think, to do the market reports. Nice work. What do we have coming up next? I'm going to try to get through this. We head to social media. Stick around. Both of us will be back. Watch RFD-TV anytime, anywhere on all your connected devices with RFD-TV now. Simply go to watchrfdtv.com and sign up for just $9.99 a month or save more and pay just $89.99 for the year. You can begin streaming RFD-TV live right away and have access to your favorite shows 24-7 on demand. Go to watchrfdtv.com, sign up, and start streaming today. Everyone asks me, Tigger, where do you get your boots? What do you look for in boots? Well, for me, it's customer service and American-made boots and tack. Medora Boot and Western Wear takes care of everything I need. You can shop online at MedoraBoot.com or follow along Facebook and Instagram. Give Medora Boot and Western Wear a call and tell them Tigger sent you. Medora Boot and Western Wear, making boots great again. Hashtag Tigger approved. To be known, you have to be seen. To be seen, you have to be noticed. Downtown Threads has us covered. They provide that upscale, stylish, noticeable custom embroidery design for premium clothing, apparel, and caps. They do it all for us. Downtown Threads Oklahoma has the graphic design team and knowledge to take your look to the next level and be seen. Call today, 580-237-7060, and follow on Facebook at Downtown Threads Oklahoma. Hashtag Tigger approved. Today's cattle battle is brought to us by the American Semental Association and the IGS Feeder Profit Calculator. Maximize your cow herd's potential with genetics that work. Time for a change. Time to get healed up. Time for Semental. Let's get it on. Cattle battle. Social media has become a dominant force to get information out, to communicate, and many of you have tracked me down via social media. Why? Because that's where I am hanging out virtually. It is where I communicate, or at least it's one of the platforms that I communicate on and communicate with. Through social media, I am part of several groups, as many of you are as well. Those can range from rodeo to hunting to all kinds of cattle stuff, you know, the cow stuff. Now, one of the groups that I belong to is U.S. Meat and Produce Market. Lots of you belong to this one as well. There's about 24,000 of us in this group. It's a great place to get information, to promote products, yes, food products, meat, cattle sales, etc. But what is interesting is that this one, it, it just started up here a short while back. Shonda Boyd is the admin and the ramrod of the page. Shonda, thanks for visiting with us on the show let me ask why why did you start this page now i know originally it was to promote producers in your wyoming area when the whole covid ordeal started and the bottleneck and meat processing started so i made the page because i know that wyoming people know how to butcher their own and i know that platt county knows how to butcher their own so i started out this page in no, you're talking the Facebook group. Is the Facebook yep, page. Yep, okay. yep, 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 my Facebook group. Yep, the U.S. Meat and Produce. It started as a Platte County Meat and Produce page because I just wanted to make sure that my county had food. 
and wasn't paying 50 bucks a pound at the store. Not that it was that high at that point, but I knew it was going to be. So if so, I can, I'm sorry, if I can interrupt right there um, go ahead. to kind of follow along with the timeline on, on, on developing the page, at that time, was it to try to bring buyers and sellers together? Is that what the purpose was the page for? Or was it, even though, like you said, at that time, it was just Platte County, it was for, for a small group of people, was it simply to promote what y'all were doing? This was only because I knew that there was going to be price spikes at the grocery store and that I have people in Platte County that can't afford that. And then there was beef and there's cows sitting in these feedlots with nowhere to go. So if we could make some sort of transfer, even if it was a small dent, you know, that was going to be worth it for me. And, and I, my meats, my freezer's full, but I know that there's people that aren't, that aren't, their freezers aren't full. So I just wanted to make sure that people were getting fed. And so I just wanted to help my county. Well, within the, the first day I had, I can't even remember how many members, but so many. And within, by the third day, I had to make it Wyoming. And by the fifth day, I made it the five state because I just had Montana, Wyoming, South Dakota. And I mean, there was just all everybody needing the same thing. And I was like, it was one of those moments where I was like, uh oh, because I had retired. I wasn't going to have to deal with people anymore. I was off in my own little corner going to do old people hobbies, you know, (laughs) and and rope. (laughs) Well, Well, yeah, what could get better than that? I don't I mean, know. Yeah, just retire and rope. Life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had planned my life to make everything pay for itself so that I could retire and play. And so this thing was growing, and I was seeing the need for it. And well, by day seven, and I mean, they needed it so bad. The pay, the the country needed this so bad. They needed meat, and they wanted to buy American meat from American producers, and they didn't want to get gouged at the store. So after about two months of having this thing open, I get a call from a producer and he goes, I've saved the family farm. And I go, what? And he goes, before this hit, I had the idea before the COVID hit, I had this idea of marketing meat directly to produce or mm-hmm. to consumers mm-hmm. because, mm-hmm. because um, I w- they aren't bringing anything at cell barn. If we weren't going to go bankrupt anyway, this was the only way. And he goes, so I butchered three and I was holding three. And my wife was looking at me going, well, we fed these suckers. We've put all this money in them and you haven't sold the meat. And so the Wyoming Food Freedom Act happened and it created awareness of uh, herd shares and state um, certified facilities being able to sell those shares. Mm -hmm. And Tyler Lindholm created that. And I didn't even know him when I created my page. And then I created my page and it caught on with the herd shares idea. And then this, you know, people, these producers like Tyler McCann that, you know, this was their last hope of keeping their ranch together. You know, if they, if they couldn't make money this way, they were just going to have to pack up and go to the city. And there's so many facility packing facilities that has opened and like Wyoming has been so proactive in their CARES Act money and getting it to um, Packer expansion. And I mean, it has just been such a wonderful, victorious journey that I have just had the opportunity to be a part of. And, and this, it it's not easy. even a year. It's not even a year. No, nope, nine months, nine months. And I've kept it free. 
And, you know, I mean, it's, it's been a journey. I've never expected this in a million years. Didn't know I was cut out for it, you know, and, and I've never expected anything from it. And I have received so much, so much. Well, what is interesting in today's day and age for many of us have become frustrated with different media outlets. I'm not going to point fingers or anything like that. I'm not going to do that. (laughs) I'm just going to say, and I am one of them. I share a lot of frustrations in that avenue. So a lot of us have looked for ways to gather information, to find out, you know, what is going on in the world. And what is interesting, at least for me, I can't, I can't even say, uh, Sean, I just got to say me, is Mm -hmm. I have my Facebook groups and uh, yours, one of them, obviously, that I'm a member of. And that's where I go to find out just what's going on. Not mm-hmm. necessarily news in the world or ag news per, per se, but just what is going on with other people. That's one of the things that I really love about it is it mm-hmm. has and, – and, and I think maybe if I can speak on behalf of what the page has done for others, like you gave that example of that gentleman that called you, mm-hmm. is it has given people ideas. Yes. And all of a sudden oh. it's that and that that's what is amazing about about farmers and ranchers is that when, you know, cowboys, when when all of a sudden we open our minds to what somebody else it, it could do or hell, all of a sudden the ideas just start. Boom. there. Well, if they did that in Wyoming, why can't I do that in Mississippi? And if they do that in Mississippi, why can't I do that over in Oregon? If they did in Oregon, why can't I do it in Kentucky? I mean, it's it's all very positive snowballs that that just keep going. And for me. A lot of these different Facebook groups that I'm part of, social media groups that are really good people that are in there and, and running it and part of it, it is a great way for me to share ideas, for me to be social yes. and, and for just, you know, to bounce ideas off of or who to talk to. It, it's it's doing what it was originally intended to do, and that was creating a network for potential success. Exactly. And one of the things that has been very important for me is, okay, so not want to cause harm to anyone. I don't. I don't especially want to line rich people's pockets, (laughs) but I do want to help producers and consumers get the best product. But the one thing that has always been interesting to me is everybody has been telling me Facebook's going to shut you down because you're, because you're not, you know, going with a liberal agenda. I've never had one post, not one post removed, not one. I've never had one post removed because everything I share, I make sure that I background it and it's the truth. I promise you that when I put something out there, it is the truth because that's the only thing that matters to me. Shonda, I love it. The page again is called U.S. Meat and Produce Market. And I invite you all to to join and hang out and look, listen, learn all kinds of neat stuff. Tell them Tigger sent you too, by the way. Up next, market recap time. Y'all stick around. Sold. 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 Want more dollars per head? Well, check this out. Sim Angus, I'll say it again. Sim Angus sired steer calves sold through Superior Livestock Auction last year earned more at sale time than all other calves for breeds with lots of 50 head or more. Kansas State University ran the data analysis of 394,900 heads sold last year through Superior Livestock. So, do you want low risk, high potential calves with earning potential? Well, that is Simmental. More per head. Period. 
You asked for it, you got it. Watch the Cowboy Channel anytime, anywhere with the Cowboy Channel Plus. Live stream the Cowboy Channel or watch your favorite PRCA rodeos on demand. Classic PRCA rodeos added weekly. Get the Cowboy Channel Plus for only $9.99 a month or save 25% by signing up for a full year. Visit CowboyChannelPlus.com to sign up and start streaming today. I have about a half a dozen questions, quick like, as we talk cattle, selling cattle, selling feeder cattle. Are you finally done with the drama? Do you really want to know what drives profit in those calves? What could drive profit in those calves? Is it time for services that are for the real world that work today as well as tomorrow? If your bull purchases don't come with genetic predictions from International Genetic Solutions, you need to ask why not. Here's another question you need to ask. Why isn't your seed stock supplier using the most advanced approach to genetic evaluation in the business? We have all been through enough, but we need a little bit more. On my outfit, it's real simple. We use genetic partners that value our dollars as much as we do. IGS, International Genetic Solutions. Ask for it. Why? Because it works. Welcome back, everyone. Shaley Stewart is with us from Cattle Market News. Hey, Shaley, how's it going? Oh, it's good to hear your voice at the end of uh, the phone. It's just nice to get something refreshing. I mean, we heard Tigger earlier, and it sounded like he was battling. You quite two, the cough, be careful. So. <laughs> I'm still listening. Still I still on. got the headset on. You two, just behave yourself. Hey, I'll be honest. I'm kind of, I'm kind of enjoying it being a little quieter around here. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Well, I can only referee so much at the end of the phone line, so I won't dig in too deep of a hole before I let you go on this phone call, but. Yes, Beck, everything is really good here. The weather's kind of broke for us, and it sounds like it's getting better for our friends down in the south. Obviously, the cattle market kind of got kicked in the pants last week, given the onset of such severe blizzarding conditions, whether it was from the accumulation of snow or from just the freezing temperatures. It was a rough week for the cattle market. I know all of us kept everybody in their thoughts and prayers across the country. Yes. No, I, and it's so funny that you say that because, you know, that's what Jimmy and I were talking about just the other day, just giving you a little background. So our listeners can be up to date back. It was a big deal, not only for individuals and producers, but of course it affected the cattle market as well. So just hitting some matters of what our listeners can kind of expect in the weeks and months to come of how to navigate these changing waters. We need to talk about how packing plants were shut down last week. Now I know that you hate hearing that packing plants shut down. It's just a cringe worthy phrase in the cattle market and really in any of any of the livestock sectors because it just messes with the marketplace so much but yes some of the packing plants in the south had to shut down last week because their natural gas supplies were basically uh, unable to be at the capacities that which they needed to operate in in full spectrum and so obviously you have natural gas shortages you have power out you have worker absenteeism you're unable to get cattle um, hauled in and out of the plant it was just it was really it created a lot of havoc for the marketplace then we need to talk about how it affected the feedlot sector last week i mean everybody was feeding an immense amount of feed they were on their normal rations they were trying to give cattle bedding they were doing all that they could do to keep these animals with as low a stress index as possible so that they weren't losing weight but goodness gracious i've talked to a couple friends 
friends, and they said that their cattle lost as much as 50 to 60 pounds in the feedlot. So when we have corn prices at $5.47 a bushel, and you lost 50 to 60 pounds, that is not only wasted time, but that's also wasted money on two fats, on two assets. Number one, you're wasted money on the corn, and number two, you're wasted money on the cattle because they've got to regain that weight so that's really hard for the market to absorb and moving forward we just need to sympathize for the feedlots that were in those shoes and then obviously for the cow calf producers it is so hard when you're dealing with you know snow accumulation these freezing temperatures and bringing calves into new life and most most folks are calving heifers right now it takes a lot, a lot out of everybody. So moving forward, we really need to monitor and gauge how slaughter speeds are are progressing in the weeks to come. We need to get to basically April as soon as we can. That way, our supplies are a little bit more managed, and just really be mindful that you know supply and demand mechanisms work hand in hand. So last week, packing plants were shut down, so there was less supply. So that's going to drive prices higher. But we need packers to come online, and thankfully, they want to because box beef prices are as strong as they are. Well, thank you for all of that. And I'm with Shaylee. Our, our thoughts and prayers are to everybody who's still recovering from the yes. last, you know, week or two of this weather. I mean, it, it takes a lot out on everybody from emotionally to your cattle to your right. livelihood. Right. Again, thank you, Shaylee Stewart from Cattle Market News for joining us today. Everyone, if you'd like to follow up on her Head to Facebook, Cattle Market News. Otherwise, head to DTN.com for the latest from Shaley Stewart. This makes me nervous having the two of you alone. Tigger, please don't be nervous. I've got this. Before we say fare thee well, I have Tigger's famous last words and a tip of the hat from the man himself, brought to you by Ranch House Coffee. I tip my hat to you from one legend to another. This one goes out to you, Hayden Tigner, with H&H Cattle Company from the Tupelo, Mississippi area. He listens to us each week via the podcast, which, by the way, we are everywhere. Just look up Ranch It Up on your favorite podcast app, and boom, stay ranchy. Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck, we realized something when we were at the end of this whole thing. (laughs) Yes, that's right, at the end of the show. at, At the end of the show. I forgot to introduce y'all to everybody. I just kind of assumed everybody knew that you're my sidekick. Beck, you've been, you've now been that on I think my about, show I, more than your show. Have I ever, the last few episodes that you that you came on, did I introduce you at all? Uh, you did bring me in as, you know, Beck, come in here. Hey, Beck, <laughs> I need you for a minute. <laughs> hey, hey Beck, can you give us your thoughts? Back the trailer <laughs> way. But um, in all seriousness, thank you very much for giving me a break. Uh, giving everybody else thanks you too. Oh my! I guarantee, I guarantee, like the Dustins, they're gonna go and send us messages. Can you hear him right now? Absolutely. Yeah, both of them. Both of them are. That's why I'm home. invited to go hunting there, and you haven't oh, quite yet. Boom, I don't think. <laughs> but in all seriousness, thank you so much for coming in, honestly, and helping and going through the news and everything. I so much appreciate it. So, would you come back again? Is the big question. Absolutely. Boom, there she is, crew. Beck, take us out of here. So glad you're all with us one more time as we ranch it up. Be sure to follow and like us on Facebook at Ranch It Up Show. Our email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com and call us 24-7 at 707-RANCH-20. Spread the good word and join us again next week. It's always Tigger approved, even when he's quiet. I'm going to be back next week. Stay ranchy and ranch it up. <laughs>